right, guys. So I haven't been entirely honest with you. You know, you guys call me Jacob, but actually my real name is Mentuhotep the Fifth, and I'm actually a descendant of the sun god Ra. So what I'm gonna need you guys to do, all right? This this requires your participation. I hope you're okay with that. Sure. Evan. Fine. <laughs> He's on the fence. All right, so <laughs> So when I die, what I'm gonna need you guys to do is construct probably four hundred foot pyramid and that's where I need to be buried. So and based on the lifespan of my predecessors, it's not looking like I'm gonna live too much longer, so you might want to get to work now. All right, uh, let me just move some things around. Okay, and good. I'll try to uh, can you send me an Outlook invite that that just helped me like kind of coordinate it. But yeah. yeah, I think I think we can get it done. Let me check out the current condition of the Nile, and I'll get back to okay, you. Okay, I can coordinate with you on some Zoom papyruses to get those long distance. I mean, that's actually huge because you know marble is actually back now because the price of wood is so so huge. See, so. We're- this is all coming together. This is working out very well. It comes together. I think you expected a lot of pushback, but actually, we're very I, conducive hey, to your I, I trusted in my friend. Yeah, You're not going to yeah. get much payment from me out of it, but just the satisfaction of knowing that I'm going to be resting in peace. That is true. You will probably be dead before this bad boy's finished. Yeah. Meeting Osiris, that's for sure. Mm, six shoes. <laughs> I'm still hung up on the descendant of Ra, like Ra from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. How how many Yu-Gi-Oh like quotes or like cards are we gonna pipe in, in this? Uh, this is probably quite a few. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, everyone, this is the Gems of History podcast. <laughs> Welcome back. I am your host, Jacob Shop, and as you heard, I am joined by Mark Steinbrenner and Evan Roosh, my two co-hosts. How are you guys? Hello. Doing? <laughs> yeah, we're here. There we're wasn't here. there wasn't that pause. Nope, I didn't give you one this time. So you already talked enough. How are you guys doing? Uh, pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, doing pretty good. Better than uh, whoever <laughs> built the pyramids. I'll yeah, well, yeah. If you guys couldn't tell, we're talking about ancient Egypt. We're talking about who built the pyramids today. So that's mm-hmm. going to be fun. I hope you guys are excited because I have a bunch of knowledge in my head that's not organized in any way. And it's all going to come out somehow. So that's probably how they built the pyramids. They're like, yeah. I have no. these schematics. <laughs> no, based on how they came up, I don't think they went, uh. uh they just kind of threw it together. Yeah. <laughs> just perfectly. Yeah, they're just like, eh, try it out. Yeah. <laughs> they just took a step back after it was finished. Like, wow, we nailed that. <laughs> we really did that. <laughs> but yeah, before we get to all that good stuff, we're going to have to get through our good old round of trivia. So mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but mine is Egyptian themed. I'm, ass- I'm assuming maybe one or both of you did the oh, same. No way. Uh, mine isn't. Oh. No. <laughs> no way. Absolute disappointment. Yeah, I thought about it and then I'd know. Wow. All right. 0 for 2. Well, well I, I can make one up. No, for no, you. no, 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 no. That's okay. Well, um, that's okay. Let me just Google it again real quick, like during the show instead of two minutes before the show. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. All right. Well, we would like to start. I'll knock this out. All right. All right. All right. Why did whalers hunt sperm whales? For meat? For sport? For oil to make candles? For skin to make leather? Ooh, those are all not blubber nuggets. I left that one off. Uh, all right. They said it and I'm like, it's a dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah, that is a pretty obvious answer. Yeah. But, um, 
I'm going to go with the candles one. Okay. Ev? I'm going to go with the skin because those are the white whales, correct? Uh, what? I'd say it's sperm whales. Uh, but aren't like they white and. I don't know. I'm not a not a whaler. Am I, uh, not a I'm whaler. Not a whaler. <laughs> <laughs> Captain A. Is anyone over here? <laughs> is anyone here? A marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? A whole, George, what is that? A titleist? George, get out there. <laughs> uh, it's actually for oil to make candles. Yeah, baby. Enough. Yeah. Sperm whales have a large amount of spermaceti in their heads. It is highly prized for making odorless candles. But yeah, that's it. Odorless, huh? <laughs> that's what it says. Uh, all right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, fair that's, enough. No, that's that's the end of the question. I would love to be the person or like one of the people there, like first discovered, like holy crap, we can make something out of this. <laughs> whale, just like a bunch of fat, and it's just like I think we could use this. Yeah, yeah. man, good on them. The resourcefulness of human beings. Yeah, I'd look at it and be like. I'm just going to leave that for the next guy. It <laughs> like wash up on shore. It's like, ew. Gross. Gross. <laughs> All right. Well, I will go next. So the month of August is the eighth month of the year due to which pharaoh? A, Hatshepsut, Hatshepsut, B, Ramses II, C, Cleopatra, or D, Amenhotep III? I'm all, all over that alpha. It's a hard name to say. I knew yeah. I was going to mess it up. Cleopatra seems too easy, so I'm going to go with D. I'm in... Anemone. Anemone the third. <laughs> it is named August because of Cleopatra. Oh, go really? figure. Yeah, so wow. Cleopatra, after she was defeated by... Let me see here. I think it was Augustus. Yeah, Augustus was his name. The Roman Senate decided that he could name the month. And instead of using, instead of changing the name of September to August, he changed the eighth month to August because that was when he defeated Cleopatra. So he wanted a yearly reminder of his victory. Oh. So that's why he chose that month. Wow, props. Honestly, that's kind of genius. Yeah. But huh. Ended kinda up with cr- like a legacy right there. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. They kind of just gave up an entire name of a month. Like, what was it before? I have no. I didn't look it up. The guy that came up with it was probably pretty pissed. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Can you? You can just do that. We're just changing like thousands of years. Like, guess I could just do that. Romans had that power back then. That's true. So, my trivia for you guys today: How many battles were fought during the American Revolution? Was it A. Fifty-three. B. Seventy-seven. C, 159, or D, 230? Mm. It was so hard because, like, I have it numbered, like, one, two, three, four instead of A, B, C, and D. Don't oh, know so why you're... I switched back to the A, B, C, and D, but it was so hard. So to you're trying to... not to read those with the numbers? Yes. So I'm going to go for you guys. 77. Again, I mean, I'm not real confident on this one. I feel like if they include battles am. like, you know, the Battle of Shroot Farms, I feel like stuff like that makes the number go up. Uh, what what was B? B was 77. What was A then? 53. <sighs> not feeling that one either. <laughs> and then 159 and 230. It doesn't feel like it was all that many. 230. Let's go see the dentist. Gosh, Jacob's answer definitely feels like the best answer, but oh. Screw it, I'm going B. If I believe in it, I've got to go with it. 
So they both answered 77. The correct answer was 230. Oh, wow. So they do very much include like the very small, small skirmishes. So we're not talking about like the big, like American revolutionary, like battles that we all come to know and like geek out on because history. Um, This number is encompassing pretty much every little skirmish, like every time a bullet was shot, essentially. Okay. I guess that makes sense then. That would be a huge number. So, like, if I, like, stole my neighbor's eggs and we had a fist fight over it, like, that was thrown in there probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you do that? No. Are you calling back past events? I know. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's neighbor, are you listening? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, are you guys ready to get into our discussion about the origins of the pyramids? I am so ready. So I think we're just going to be focusing mainly on the Egyptian pyramids and probably the Great Pyramids more than anything else, at Mm -hmm. least for my notes. Yeah, I'm definitely doing the three pyramids of Giza. Same. Yeah, so I kind of figured that's how it would be, but I mean, obviously there's more than that, but... Other than my own pyramid. Yeah, well, and the one you're building for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also my pyramid scheme. Can't (laughs) forget about that. Yeah, you want to plug that real quick? Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah. One of my college internships was pretty much working for a pyramid scheme, so hey, I mean, when I was slinging pillows in uh, Costco's and really? clubs, oh yeah. How did I never know that you did that? Oh, that was an entire summer of my life. During I have college. one of those really? pillows, actually. Do you actually? Yeah. So you were a my pillow guy, like? Uh, no, I told people it was Bamboo. my pillow. <laughs> Bamboo pillows, I think. Yeah, they were called the uh, not a sponsor. They were called the Bamboo pillows, and um, nineteen-year-old Evan just kind of got sick of correcting people. I was also hungover all the time because I was at college. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're saying and, you were drinking before it was legal. Dude, I was so cool. Rebel. Oh, uh. And like people would just be like, oh, so this is the my pillow. And like I would kind of turn around and it's just clearly like a panda eating some bamboo. And like it says bamboo pillow behind me. And I look back and I'm like, yeah, it's my pillow. <laughs> Might as well. That's so funny. I, have, have you guys seen the ads on like YouTube for the pillow cube? Yes, a square pillow. Yes. So I like, I thought about it. I was like, maybe that's a good idea. So I looked into a review of it right after I saw the ad, and the review was saying they only make inch sizes. They don't make like half inch or anything in between. So one of the reviewers said they bought a certain one, and then they bought the next one up, and they said one was too small, but the other was too big. So there wasn't an in between for me to hit. And it's kind of just not worth the money because it's not really that comfortable. Yeah, I don't think that would be that comfortable. But I just want a pillow. How how is it? Two thousand twenty-one. I still don't have a pillow putting up eight or AC like air conditioning. Like if I can get a pillow that stays cold, I would invest like three hundred dollars in that pillow. That's my number one grief. Is like I gotta flip my pillow over to make it cold again. And then both sides end up hot, and I'm like, I don't want this. Man, you just have so many problems over yeah, the struggle. This is the first world problem for me, doing my pillows. I need them cold. This is really the top of the list of things that Congress should be figuring out. I, I don't see why not. What's Elon up to? Like, <laughs> fix my say, pillow. Like, just go you. to him for everything. <laughs> <laughs> He'll send a pillow up to the moon or to Mars first. Wouldn't put it past him. I will say the ending, uh, getting back to the pyramid scheme thing, it really breaks my heart when I see the passion someone who found like a new pyramid scheme but doesn't recognize what they're, you know, yeah. what they're selling there. I'm like, 
It's pretty painfully adorable. And then, you know, you got to let them let oh, them know. Just like send them out and let them yeah, figure it out. Yeah, on it's going to be a real bummer. But... Mm-hmm. Hey, I didn't invest any money in the pillows. I was just kind of out there slinging no, them. No, I don't mean that you specifically. Like literally just slinging, slinging them. Yeah. <laughs> just tossing them at people. Oh, yeah. Pillow I'd fights be like, at Costco. Hey, be like, hey, ma'am, want to <laughs> feel my pillow? And then she'd be like, no, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Do you have food samples? Then no. Yeah. And like I'd wear all black too so the pillow would pop. So I just covered in fuzz it was a gross summer. Honestly, that sounds horrible yeah it does not sound fun at all people are like shut the hell up about your pillow <laughs> talk about the pyramids all right well before we get into the pyramids i just want to remind everyone that our gofundme for our fundraiser is live we are about a quarter of the way to our goal of a thousand so thank you to everyone that has donated thus far and hopefully we get some more donations in the future but we still have probably two to three weeks i'd say until the event actually happens. So you still got time to donate. I will post the uh, link for that in the bio of this episode or the description of this episode, and then we'll keep posting it on our social medias. So if you need somewhere to look, just look there, and hopefully you guys can scrounge up a little money to donate, get yourself a T-shirt. But with that all being said, I think it's time to get into it. Oh, just one more point on that. Remember, whoever bids the most money, or not bids, Gives the most money to our uh, to our charity uh, to our charity GoFundMe gets to pick a topic that your three favorite podcasters will dive into. So keep that in mind. Um, again, if you just give the twenty dollars, like we appreciate so much. Um, absolutely love you guys for that. But if you want a little bit of an extra incentive, uh, if you give a little bit more, you get to essentially buy our creative process because we're sellouts when it yep. comes to helping kids. Absolutely, and I'm not ashamed to admit that. And at the actual event, if you are planning on coming, we're going to be doing some giveaways and some fun stuff along with that. And also, if you do donate and send us a screenshot, send us your size for your shirt, because I don't think we ever mentioned that in previous stuff. So we need to know what size you guys need. So send that along with your address if we're shipping it to you, and then we can get that to you ASAP Rocky. Mm -hmm. So, all right. With that all being said, let's get into the pyramids. Mm -hmm. All right, so for those of you that don't know what the pyramids are, if you're just absolutely off the grid but somehow listening to this show, the pyramids are basically an Egyptian thing. It's associated with Egypt at this point, but they're all over the place. There's some in South America. They're in China. They're all over. But the main ones that everyone thinks of are in Egypt. (laughs) <laughs> what mark do you have a comment anyone anytime this is china i just feel like they say it like good old donald oh, like Trump. china china so that's kind of where we're gonna focus most of our time on because that's what most of the discussion centers around whenever you look into this kind of thing and the main thing we're gonna be looking at is how'd they get there how'd they build them did they get dropped there by aliens just plopped yeah they might have just plopped them down or how did they build them? Who built them? What did they use to build them? All that good stuff. It's just like one of those, are we like starting one of those things where we just ask questions but don't answer any of them? And they're like, well, that's the podcast for this week. Pretty much. Yeah, I watched like 40 minutes just is filled with questions. When yeah. I was watching some YouTube videos about this topic, I legit watched some videos oh, yeah. that just did that. They're like, who built them? How did they build them? And then, like, five minutes later, after they're done asking questions, they're like, thanks for watching. Subscribe and like. I know. Below. I'm like, all right. That They'll ask terrible. a question, just cut to something completely different, <laughs> ask another question. Just, what? You're not, you're not really doing anything. The best here. part is when you look up, like, origins of the pyramids on YouTube, you'll get a bunch of 
actual like historic yeah like follow-throughs on how everything was done and then you'll mm-hmm. also get mixed in there the history channel ancient aliens yo, yo, yo. so yeah. it's so funny because i was clicking on an ancient architecture channel and then in between that i'd watch an ancient aliens one so there's one that would say all of this stuff really scientifically based and then I'd get the guy with the crazy hair saying it had to be aliens. All these numbers line up with alien numbers. Like, <laughs> sure. Alien numbers. Alien numbers. So, what does it mean? And then he's like, and then three hot alien space babes came in. <laughs> it's like, wow, I'm sensing a theme. So, yeah, we're going to probably jump around quite a bit in this one, but hopefully you guys can follow along and learn something along the way. I kind of organized my notes so that at the end I'm going to go through more of the plausible stuff, but along the way we're going to hit a bunch of different stuff. So cool. yeah, I hope you guys are excited. I am. I am. I mean, I, again, just love Egyptian culture, not only because of Yu-Gi-Oh, but it's just kind Strictly of, but it doesn't, it doesn't hurt, but it's like one of the first founding civilizations and like people that just did incredible things that we have no idea. Yeah. Like how that happened, even beyond the pyramids, like they came up with huge advances in agriculture I mean, they kind of started philosophy today as we know it, like just so many different things. Absolutely. And gave us some good Scooby-Doo apps. You know? That too. They've given us so much. <laughs> I know. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Thanks a lot. The Evan. background? You want to start with the background of the pyramids or no? Sure. Yeah, if you want to start, you can. I, oh, We sure. kind of all have our own notes, so I mean, we can yeah. just kind of play off each other for this. All right. The three Giza pyramids were constructed between... 2550 and 2490 BC in Egypt, they were built as tombs for the pharaohs meant to emulate and honor the gods. The first and largest pyramid, referred to as the Great Pyramid, was built around 2550 BC for Pharaoh Khufu and is around 481 feet tall. Each side of the pyramid was 756 feet and the area of each side is 5.5 acres. The angles at the base of the pyramid are nearly perfect 90-degree angles. All this suggests that the architects had a high understanding of mathematics. And we'll get into a lot of reasons that it was much more than just good at mathematics. Yeah. These people were elite. Yeah. yeah. So it like the 481 that you said, I actually saw something that said it was originally 481. Right, and right. Then it, I, that's the original height. Yeah. It has come down it's from It's like 450 just, now, I yeah, believe. Yeah, so. it's worn down. Now, how they knew what it originally was, maybe they just guessed based on, you know, you can do some cool stuff yeah. now. It's like dating bones, like erosion you know? or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So that was the, that. I should say that those were like original dimensions. But yeah, it's a pretty crazy height either way because someone compared it to like stories of a building, and I think it was it was equal to the height of a thirty-two story building. That's how tall this thing is, mm-hmm. and the bases are even longer than the how tall it is, which is just insane. Yeah, yeah. People don't really grasp today, like unless you've seen it. People don't grasp how big this thing is. And like for in some of my research I saw for like two thousand, three thousand years, it was the tallest building, like in existence mm-hmm. building, let's say, structure. Structure, yeah. Uh in existence for three thousand years. Yeah. Like it was constructed in twenty five hundred BC. Like that's legitimate insanity. Yeah. So biggest theory on like how long this was taken to build, it's most people say around twenty to thirty years. That's the major consensus in like archaeological and architectural world now so this is a painstaking process to put this thing together 
which only uh, makes it that more much more amazing because it's so detailed and so perfect you would assume there'd be some dare i say laziness involved over that long course of time maybe it was a passion project for the people who started but you feel like over time the original people maybe get old and Mm -hmm. or die out and then it just gets laziness because it's taking so long. It's like, let's cut corners. You especially know? Yeah. at that time because people didn't live as long as they do now. So 20 yeah. to 30 years, you could be going through it's like your lifetime for some people. Having basically. like two to three generations of family going and working on this thing at yeah. different times. So, yeah. but yeah, it's like the inner chamber of the Great, Pyra- or the, the great Pyramid, the, the stonework on the inside in the chamber is so tight. The blocks are laid so tightly together that you can't even fit a credit card through some of them. Yeah. And yeah. that's absolutely insane. I watched a video of this one guy who was showing how they carved the limestone down that they used. And basically all they did was they took two rods that were equal length, tied a string around the end of them, and then grabbed another rod that was the same length. And they would place the two rods with the string tied across the rock and then run the other the rod underneath the string and wherever it pushed up on the string they marked that spot and then they would come back with another rock and grade it down until it was perfect that's how they got these stones so flat that's so meticulous the patience yeah exactly these people had to probably spend one full day just on a single stone and even then uh, maybe they didn't finish one and and not just that, how much they weighed. I mean, some of these yeah. mineral stones weighed tons. Yeah, mm-hmm. actual tons. I of think two point five tons is like the, the average. average weight. Yeah, and, and wasn't. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. And these these people haven't hadn't even discovered the wheel yet. Yeah. So just and then we can get into theories of how they actually move these blocks around because there's so many theories on that. But it just certainly wasn't practical for the times. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't it like? I don't know if it's just the great pyramid but like all the period because there's three pyramids for the, giza the, yeah. yeah the three giza. giza pyramids are considered the great pyramids isn't it like two like estimated like two million like stones it's a yeah between all of them and you think each each one has that amount of care and precision towards yeah it. so basically the outer part of it originally was made of a different stone than the rest of the pyramids so it was made, I think it was called white limestone or white marble limestone or something like that. But basically, it was a more kind of aesthetic looking stone versus what they used underneath, which is what you can see now if you go visit it is the, out, like the stuff that was underneath the shell. But that shell was so tightly packed and so like well built that it would reflect the sunlight. So you're basically looking at a giant piece of like sheet metal basically that would reflect the sun and it was it would shine so bright uh, when it was originally built you can kind of see at the top of it that some of it is still there but it's just Mm -hmm. so eroded and wind hit all of it and i believe they did that like on purpose too because it was essentially essentially sending um the pharaoh whose name is escaping me yep is essentially like a way to symbolize him being shot up to the sun god ra yep so like that was like done on perp like it's so yeah so meticulous precise it's incredible. So but just just a quick fact check for us the Great Pyramid of Giza so just the individual one on its own is two point three million stones yeah wow. just the one and each stone averages three tons yeah so all the stones that you can see right now 
weren't as meticulously placed as, say, like the shell casing that was around it or the stuff in the actual great chamber, the king's chamber, because those were the ones they were more concerned about, and they thought, well, we're going to cover this anyways. So basically the way that they built the inner part was they stacked a bunch of stones and then packed all the empty gaps with, like, rubble, and then they used... Uh, it was some sort of, like, paste or something, like... But it was basically like a rudimentary cement. Yeah, I heard they have trouble even today replicating the same uh, like cement thing they yeah. use. Like they, it's so strong, and they have such a hard time determining what exactly they use to make it and to make it again. Yeah. So wow. One of the uh, big things that they have this a, a lot of information seems to have come out in the past like five years or so too. Because before that, it seems like they didn't really have as much information as they did now. And part of the reason for that is I found there's an article about a guy who was doing some archaeological work way outside of where the pyramids are and found these old boathouses that were carved into the stone. And inside of one of them, when they opened it up, there is all of these papyrus scrolls that detailed like the Egyptian teams that worked on the pyramids, how they got rocks to where they were and stuff like that. So they got so much more information in the past like five years from just reading those and looking at all the drawings in them and stuff. It's pretty insane. Mm -hmm. But uh, one of the things they found recently is that a lot of these pyramids, when they started building them, they built them pretty much out of steps of bedrock that they would carve out. So the base of the actual thing isn't just stacked stones. It's a solid concrete stairway up to a platform that they built off of as a base. And that's why when you go there, you can see that there's a wall around it. That mm -hmm. was where they pretty much dug out to get to that bedrock to carve up and start going up again. So it's pretty crazy that they had the wherewithal to know we need to make this pretty much impossible to knock down. So, Oh, gosh, yeah. That's insane to me that they had all of this. Well, a lot of the force that they had was from failures on previous ones because I think Egypt alone has about ninety pyramids. So, and aren't like like discovered pyramids? Or? Yeah, so they're not it, all as big, obviously. Yeah. But I think I read like they're still like they used like satellite imagery, like infrared imagery. Not sure the exact sure whatever, but there's still like seventeen that have yet to be discovered. Like they're just so buried underneath. Really? Yeah, it's insane. And then you have ones in south american stuff that are even yeah. more decorative but not as tall and stuff so they're all over the place and parallels in history Ooh. yeah i know right or in cultures i guess i should say yeah and some of those are like covered in moss and growth and so you could be walking through the forest and just randomly stumble upon this huge structure and just think it's a hill and never know oh that's so cool but yeah it, it's insane the uh the wall around the base of the pyramid, they actually didn't know if the dating was right on a lot of it because they did the same thing for the Sphinx where they built it off of a platform so they had to have that wall around it. But the wall around the Sphinx is super eroded from rain and wind and stuff. And the one around the Great Pyramid really isn't. So they were always wondering, well, why isn't this one the same way? But it turns out that they actually like resurfaced it at some point. So the places where that resurfacing kind of fell off, you can see beneath it, the weathering is still there, but it's not as bad, obviously. But hmm. yeah, it's pretty insane. Kind of forgot about the Sphinx. Like that's just casually right in the same area. Yeah, it's insane that they just. And I think the Sphinx was the first thing that they pretty much built. 
I believe that was the earliest monument or structure that they built. So they went from that, like, hey, guys, 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 triangles. Yeah, right. (laughs) We need something different. So back to basics. (laughs) But yeah, like Mark said, there's so many theories on a lot of this stuff. Like the the one video I watched was with the guy named, I think his name's Mark Lehner, and he's been an Egyptologist for like 30 years or more at this point. And he's like, we, we know they built, they probably built ramps to do this, but we have no idea what kind of ramps they built or how they built them. Cause we, they're not there anymore. Yeah, there's also no proof that they did it. So like, there's no, I don't know, leftovers of their ramps. Exactly. Or anything. So it's hard to, it's hard to say they did for sure. They also started doing uh more like LIDAR technology of the inside of these pyramids. And I'm sure you might get into this too. But there's, like, a lot of stuff to prove now that there were passageways used inside the pyramid to actually stack up the blocks, potentially, that were closed off as they built it, too. Yeah. So that would be why you don't see any remnants oh, left yeah. behind, is because it was originally actually building up from the inside, stacking up. But even that, that's that, these are all just, like, theoreticals. It's so insane. It gets wild. I saw another theory. They used buoyancy to get the blocks up there. So they'd actually create tubes of water and put buoyant things on top of the blocks to yeah. float them to the top. Yeah, which is nuts I mean, to think about. <laughs> I, uh, there's something that I'll get into in a little bit about them using sound technology to move these things. So, oh, I mean, my. there's so many different theories, but... What I was saying about Mark Lehner, he's been doing this for decades, and he still has to say probably when he says all of this stuff because no one really knows. Yeah, mm-hmm. They have like 90% nailed a lot of it down because of all this new information they have, and but that's mostly just logistics stuff, like the team breakdowns, what they ate, how they transported some of the rocks. Mm-hmm. It doesn't explain how they actually put them together into the structure that they are. But like you were saying with those hidden chambers, like they're still discovering hidden chambers now that they can't access because they'd have to pretty much break down part of the actual structure. Yeah. And going further on that, it's hard to find quality footage of what the pyramids really look like internally. There's I saw some crappy, it looks like almost like 90s footage. Obviously, it's probably a little later than that, but they put little rovers in there. It looks no better than the early rovers on Mars footage. I mean, <laughs> it is terrible. How is this modern day technology that we have? And the pyramids, in like the inside of the pyramids, I, there's no good footage that I could find, really. Maybe there's some, and I didn't f- see it. Most of it's like stuff you would have seen in fourth grade from your, your teacher was showing mm-hmm. you, and it just looks terrible. So I think there's more that could be done there. And it's crazy to think we're too scared to cause problems with it with maybe it's a rover or some modern-day technology or a camera. Meanwhile, someone at one point used TNT to blow off a side of one of the pyramids. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Which is terrible, and I'm yeah. really, I was really upset that that's really how simple that, that destruction happened. That really sucks. And I would want them to be careful with it, but it seems like we could find out a lot more by now. Yeah, mm-hmm. because even the one article I saw, I think it was from History.com, it said like the way they had to find that hidden chamber, they had to bounce like this super crazy astrological energy wave off of the pyramids in three different ways to make sure that it was actually what they're seeing. And basically what they saw was just a blank void. They didn't know like how big it was, the dimensions or anything. So they pretty much had to theoretically like guess how the dimensions worked. 
Also sad is that the actual pharaohs and the stuff they put in there with them isn't there anymore. That is such a huge bummer to me. Yeah. Oh, because of grave robbers. Yeah. Right. What a what a huge letdown, dude. You know how exciting it would be if that stuff was still in there and no one had just ever exposed it yet. That'd yeah. be so cool. But go find some mummies though. Yeah, it's definitely cursed for sure. Mm-hmm. I probably should have mentioned this earlier, but like most of my information was from YouTube as well. There's Ancient Architects, the Infographic Show, uh, Naked Science, and the Y Files, and then a Smithsonian article about that new papyrus discovery that they had. Yeah, a bunch of mine's from YouTube. Yeah, also. most of it's like YouTube videos. If you just type in Origins of the Pyramids, yeah, you'll find all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, some of those ancient alien videos too. So Pretty one of the ancient alien videos that I watched said that oh, the pyramids were probably an energy source. And they showed this thing about putting water in it. And the water, the way that they had the canal set up underneath the pyramids, the water would rise and fall. And when it would rise, it would hit the top of part of the canal and it would resonate through the pyramid because the pyramids are like really well acoustically built and they amplify sound. So that part of it's probably true. But they said that that would build energy and it would send energy beams into space to a satellite so that they could communicate with aliens. But they never explain where they got satellites from. They just completely skipped that. I was like, not important. Yeah, you're, important. you're going past huge steps of information here. Yeah, that was one of the things that I researched a little bit too. I'm like, wow, that's actually, I mean, if if it is that, that's incredible. But again, right. like, the satellite part is a little, uh. Yeah, and one of the things that they point to in pretty much every Ancient Aliens pyramid episode is that the it's like the geological point coordinate of the pyramid is the exact same number sequence if you take the speed of light in mm-hmm. meters per second. It's the exact same number sequence. So they're like, why would they build it here if that's not something that they needed to know? I mean, it is kind of, that is crazy though, because it's like to the point whatever like it's exact yeah can i say some just interesting facts about it yeah okay the great pyramid is perfectly aligned with magnetic north Mm -hmm. it's unknown how the egyptians could have known this though some theorize it had to do with observing the cosmos yeah and then the pyramid or that sorry the perimeter of the pyramid when divided by twice the height allegedly results in the number pi up to its 15th digit yeah wow uh what else yeah the thing about the magnet or the the north is from what i saw is they've charted the stars so well that they found the north star and they would use that and then basically align the points to the north star as closely as possible and that's how they got it so accurate but even so that is it it's it, mind blowing it is mind blowing and then again you got to keep that consistency like over time right. that's crazy cuz it's it, like within less than a degree and then if that wasn't enough, something that everyone may already know, especially if you've seen Transformers. Yes. <laughs> the three pyramids align with the pattern of Orion's belt. So you, you factor in all these things together. I mean, you've seen the picture, I'm sure, of Orion's belt over the pyramids perfectly aligned. It's just like, this is nuts. These people were crazy. Yeah, it's insane. How could, I mean, they had real smart people working on this. And a lot could, of time. Oh, and a lot of time. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess what else are you going to be doing? Yeah. But, uh. The other thing, a common misconception is people think that you get into what individuals think or believe, but a lot of people think slaves yeah. built the pyramids, but that's really based on all the things we know are not accurate at all. Yeah. It was mostly actually really, I mean, there was pretty 
skilled high level yeah people. like those papyrus mm-hmm. that they found it's details all of the teams and how they worked and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah and like a lot of people like to point to the you know the israelites in the bible were the ones that you know built the pyramids but like the dates i did a lot of research today on that like the dates of when exodus happened and the actual building it's like doesn't a thousand years off yeah, yeah it's like 1200 years and there's off, just actually. no evidence of this, exactly they're being slaves. maybe they, re- they redid the wall that jay was talking yeah, about right? Right? <laughs> they, they, they spruced it up they spruced it up you know <laughs> but, but uh, yeah it's pretty crazy uh the, that whole thing about being so aligned to north and the fact that it comes out to pi because all of this stuff is things that weren't common knowledge unless they somehow discovered it and kept it a secret from everyone else and never told anyone mm-hmm. but that wasn't a thing at all during that time their mathematical capabilities at the time is what's so crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the reason it's also tough to think about is the how could they be so good at math but not be good engineers enough to like figure out the wheel or something like yeah. that it, it it's just it, it's count- counterintuitive yeah I mean, yeah, I, I've seen a wheel, so okay, it's easy for me to understand how the axle works and things like that, so that's pretty unfair. But that being said, you, you've been doing this for 25 years, and you're pulling all these tons of blocks. feel like you'd be like, hmm, how can I make this easier? Yeah, right? It's so funny. Like, just imagine going back in time, like, with a wheel and going to the person that built the Great Pyramids of Giza and be like, hey, dummy, look at this. I know. <laughs> Spin yeah. your little wheel. It's so funny watching those ancient alien videos and going to the comments, too, because there's so many people that are saying... Well, imagine being one of the Egyptians that built this thing and then coming forward in time just to see other people saying it was aliens after you spent your entire life oh, yeah. building this thing. That's pretty depressing. Well, he should have put his, uh, he or she should have put their watermark on it. I guess so. But, uh, so one of the videos that I wanted to kind of highlight a little bit from the channel called The Y Files, not like the letter Y, but the word like W-H-Y, um, I actually commented and said I was going to use his information on the podcast, and he replied and said, oh, I'll check it out. So shout out to the Y Files. So you guys, if you like this podcast, you should check out that channel because he's got a lot of really fun topics that are kind of along the lines of what we do here. So, But uh, one of his videos is about ancient sound technology, and he talks about different structures, one of them being the pyramids. And apparently, uh, Bul Hassan Ali al Masudi, who was a he was a 10th century historian and geographer, and eventually, after traveling for years, he's finally settled in Egypt and he wrote a 30 volume history of the world based on his experiences. Wow! And so, one of the sections that he wrote about claimed that they actually to make the stones move used magical papyrus imprinted with symbols that they would put on the bottom of the stones. And they would set these stones on another stone pathway that was lined with metal rods along the sides of this pathway. And then they would hit the stones with another metal rod and the vibrations would cause it to levitate and they could push it like 50 meters at a time and then it would settle back down and then they'd have to hit it again and it would do the same thing. And that's how they moved all these blocks. And I know it sounds kind of insane, but... I don't know if you guys have ever gone to a museum where they've had like a sound section and they have a flat plate and then they put sand or salt on it and you can change the frequency and it'll change the uh, pattern of how the salt moves. Basically, that's the same thing that they think is what happened here 
is that they would cover it with a thin layer of sand and then those flat blocks that were making up the pathway, they would vibrate with those rods in the sand and it would cause the sand to jump around on the plates and basically levitate a little bit and pick up that rock and then you could push it forward without having any resistance. But I mean that sounds amazing. Yeah. Like, that's Better than so what I read. Yeah. But there's like there is some scientific backing to this yeah. because they have sound they know how to levitate stuff with sound. We don't have the technology to levitate anything heavy like that, but I read they made the sand wet and pulled it on sleds. <laughs> that that too. <laughs> that's in the papyrus that they found. Like that's where they found out about that. Uh, yeah. Because they show drawing of like forty men or something pulling a sled with one of the statues. There's a guy pouring liquid on the sled in front of it, which wet the sand, and mm-hmm. that's how they figured they pulled a lot of the stuff because it causes a lot less friction. So it's insane. All of it's insane. <laughs> no matter how they did it. I mean, no matter how, yeah, no matter how they did it, like it took an incredible feat of you know scientific. I don't know, discovery, if you want to call it, like literally being the first person in human history to do whatever that was. Yeah, it. All for one dead guy. Yeah, I know. Like, was he even like a solid pharaoh? Do we even know that? No idea. Didn't look into him. Like, at did all. he conquer any lands? Did he like I don't know improve people's lives at all, or was it just like I am Ra, build me up. I am Lord. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the the papyrus that they found, pretty much they examined all of it and kind of came to the conclusion that a lot of the stones were taken from a quarry, I believe it was north, and then the boathouses that they found is where they would store the boats during the Nile floodings. Mm-hmm. And so they would store the boats there, and when the Nile came back down, they would transport the stones on those ships, bring them down, and then if they think that they used some sort of canal or something to build a port that was pretty much right next to the pyramids so they would just bring them straight in drop them off and then go back and get more and that's how they say that they got a lot of these stones here which the fact that they even had the know-how to do any of that (laughs) it's just nuts and then they would have to go trade to get like the wood and stuff that they needed Mm -hmm. it's i don't man these guys were smart yeah how do you not quit after a while? Until you get three quarters of the way done, you're like, we got that much more to go. I don't know. Let's call it. Let's call it. A when day. does this thing end? <laughs> <laughs> but what I said about them having so much time, like the Nile flooding, it would sometimes last five, six months that they couldn't do anything if they lived on the base of the river. So then they just had temporary workforce for five or six months, and then they'd go oh, back yeah. to their normal lives. It's not like they were skipping cod with the boys or anything. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's not true. a lot going on. Yeah, and now they're finding remnants of cities at the bases of the pyramid where the people would like live when they worked on them instead of having to travel there all the time. So the more that they find just proves how dedicated they were and how well thought out they did all this stuff. But just watching the video of this guy shaving little bits of this stone every time as like, I can imagine going to work and doing that every day. <laughs> Just make a movie of the heist of the guys who stole the original stuff. I feel like that could be an interesting film. Even then, I feel like it, it wasn't. They exactly... did. It's called Scooby Doo. Oh, is that <laughs> is that what happens in that? Up? Yeah, they go on the pyramid and then they find a bunch of gold. 
Oh. Well, no mas, dude. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> nope. But, uh, yeah, I just think, like, I don't know, it'd be kind of interesting to see what they thought the original protections were because to rob it, even back in the day, I imagine they were someone standing. In, oh, was it, it was an it was inside, inside job. job. Yeah. Yep. There we go. Yep. Never mind. Someone just, just stayed in there while they built it. <laughs> just solved it. Just no. <laughs> they kind of, in one of the videos I watched that was from a channel called Study of Antiquity in the Middle Ages, they had an interview with a guy named Dr. Owen Reese, and he talked to an Egyptologist named Ariana Sacco. And, uh, sorry, do you see that she got married like this past week? Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. Ariana Grande did? Yeah. I was like, where did that come from? So is she changing her name to not Grande? Because that'd be not cool. She She's going to change it to like Venti or something. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd she get married to? I have no idea. That is such a lame joke, but really funny. <laughs> How funny. dare you, sir? <laughs> um, but yeah, he does an interview with this guy, and basically at the beginning he says, okay, a lot of this is theories, but we've kind of figured it out. And uh, Ariana Sacco did a ton of research, basically searching through a ton of different documents because... None of the documents we have answer everything in one go. It's you find your answer in one document, but then you come away with a different question you have to go to a different one for. So she spent like hours trying hours, days, months trying to find this stuff. But uh she does a ton of research and found a lot of information about basically the work teams and stuff and used those papyrus to find a lot of the information. And I think we almost found just about as much just doing our research. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just super curious, like, how did they store that papyrus? Like, for it to last 3,000, 4,000 years, 4,500 years? They threw it in those boathouses and then sealed it with stones. And so they think that they had all this stuff as record-keeping for their daily work, Mm -hmm. and they threw it in there at the end when they were done with the boathouses and just left it there because they didn't need it anymore. What if it was like someone just forgot to like pull it ah, out? Ah, shit. Yeah. They're like, ah, where did I put those docs? <laughs> hey, uh, did you bring those uh, papyrus? Just, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Slaps his head. Oh, those are behind like huge stones now. <laughs> that would have been big. But I don't know, man. I said that a lot this episode. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, some of the other theories that I kind of saw that, like other than like the energy source one, the... Uh, the um oh my god energy source one then aliens another one i saw um it's a theory by the historian named matthew sibson and he believes that the pyramids are actually noah's ark i did not hear about that at yep. all it's a gonna, very need an explanation on that one yeah so the pyramids were essentially they were no noah's ark and they were using the genesis flood story through which obviously god spares noah his family and all the animals that received the invite to join, and based on the debate over the meaning of a Greek word, Sibson puts forth the idea that instead of describing the Ark as tall, the word actually describes the pyram- or describes it as pyramids or like boats. I, but what? Um, I don't know where that comes I'm gonna, from. Yep. I'm gonna call this one out as baloney. And it's also based on some dubious translations of the Dead Sea Scrolls. <laughs> Uh, different medieval Italian artists, and some impressive dot connecting. He states that, quote, 
The idea of a pyramid-shaped arc, of course, makes us think of ancient Egypt, and we know that Egypt features heavily in the Old Testament. I just that's don't. A big and leap. That's it. There's a he doesn't <laughs> say anything about like there being a boat. He's like, no, like Noah's Ark is essentially the pyramids. I, Noah's Ark is in the like Bible. that thing. Egypt like, sure, the Bible. sure <laughs> why not? <laughs> sure, I'm in. Hey, guys, got to make a living. Yeah, you got to do something, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Hey, <laughs> hey, it's not much, but it's honest work. He's like the Stephen A. Smith of like history. He just has to say something preposterous again in the news. Might as well. That'd be uh, Max Kellerman actually just saying something that's absolutely not correct. Oh, yeah. Uh, but what I mentioned earlier about them having trial runs on a lot of this stuff, but the Bent Pyramid of Ashur is another one that a lot of people point to. And it was constructed in two parts basically one of the it goes up and then it goes to a steeper or a less steep angle as it goes up and what they think happened was this was one of the earlier ones that they built and as they built it up they realized it was too steep on the sides that it wasn't stable enough so then they corrected and made it less steep as they went up and so that's what people point to is this was a trial run and then once they got to the great pyramids the three in giza that they kind of figured it out by then and that's when they started using the steps and the base and stuff all, all that good stuff to make sure that these things were gonna be nice and solid so can you imagine you like doing an entire pyramid for a trial run like yeah, a first draft i know but it's not nearly as big none of the other ones really are but i mean Got to get there somehow, I guess. <laughs> That's all, pretty much all I had, so I don't know if you guys Oh, I thought had you had more. an alien part. Nah, I mean, I kind of mentioned some of it, but oh, I, I didn't had... really dive too much was, into it. because for your big No, nah, I mean... <laughs> okay, <laughs> my opinion on the alien crap. Okay. Interesting that people, <laughs> like... when you started alien crap. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting that people, like Aaron Rodgers, uh, oh, yeah. is, a, is a big proponent that aliens are real and have visited before. And one of his big kickers is the pyramids. Now, he hasn't really, I haven't heard an interview with him where he really explains his opinion on that, other than he thinks that it was too great of a task for mankind to accomplish on their own. But if you want to say aliens showed up, why would they show up to show us how to make really dope pyramids and then bounce? Because even if you're like, oh, okay, they showed us, they taught us a lot about the stars or the cosmos, uh, they taught us mathematics like pi and all this stuff. That's the best they had for us, right? They like, only gave us pie. Yeah, like, I don't know. Three point one four. It's an incredible feat that the pyramids were built, and it shows the intelligence of the Egyptians at the times. But at the same time, it's not so incredible that it's supernatural or seems like extraterrestrial. I also don't get why people immediately want to jump like, "Oh, humans couldn't have made this." Like, I feel like people were pretty brilliant still, even though it was. Oh yeah, they had ago. technology that we even don't understand now. So, yeah, I mean, totally. they were smart enough to oh, figure a lot of this out. Like, yeah, I'm obviously not a genius of like how the human brain goes, like grows over time, like from like four thousand years ago. But I would imagine it's pretty similar. So like they still had the same capacity for knowledge. Well, and their work ethic was just so much different than ours. Yeah. Oh yeah. No they, joke. They 
did that for every day of their life pretty much oh yeah i hit like a single bump in the road sending an email i'm like yeah i need to take like a <laughs> I, I, I have a headache I need um, to stop. i'm pouring a bowl of cereal just to recover i think a lot of the alien stuff though just comes from the fact that all of these mathematics are so crazy accurate that's yeah. that's just the biggest argument against it at this point is from what i've seen at least and i mean it is insane they line up so well with different like the compass points and if you take the latitude and longitude and you spread it out across the earth, you can make like a new equator and it would be equal to the North pole from the side yeah, to side or yeah. whatever. It could create a new For real. Yeah. It would yeah. Create- there was oh some God. things the pyramids do that they actually couldn't. That's why they also get like, there's things they couldn't have known. Yeah. Just the positioning wow. of where it is, is one of the biggest confounding things for people. Right. It also implies that they would have known that like the earth is round, which there's no way they could have known that and things like that. Yeah. So that is insane. Yeah. Basically, if you spread it out and tilted it up, it would be like a new hemisphere for the earth and would line up perfectly with each point. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty insane. It gets mind blowing. Like it, every, yeah, it, the whole thing is insane, yeah. mm-hmm. but the, I think that's where a lot of the alien theories and then the hieroglyphic drawings of big birds and stuff with people riding them or whatever. And they say, Oh, that could be the aliens and that's just how they interpreted it or that's how they saw them. So, I mean, kind of crazy that they're also a guide to like the all spark that, that too. <laughs> and then the fact that one of oh them was God. like around Yugi's neck and you can yeah. just go inside of it. Yeah. 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 Yugi seems different for some reason. <laughs> no, he didn't just he's, turn he's, like 14 he, years older. Yeah, like, did they not just hear the music and like him screaming Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> no, they just like he the looks pyramid, more confident. The pyramid glows. <laughs> like, are you, yeah, you're like you're missing out. all of this? Or? They're like, wow, he's really grown into himself. <laughs> <laughs> Seems way more confident. <laughs> Good for him. Oh, also, funny. what the most like that's the most preposterous hair of all. Oh, time. oh it's epic. <laughs> it's so good. All of the hair in that show, other than uh, the one friend of his. Joey? No, the Tristan. other guy, Tristan. Tristan. His, his is normal. Yeah. Joey's is still kind of insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and Tristan's the only one that doesn't duel. Yeah, he's kind of there. He duels mm-hmm. like twice, and I don't know if he wins or not. But I love how Mokuba never actually calls his big brother anything other than big brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's that, it's that, what a good show. Yeah. If you yeah, want to learn is. about the pyramids, just go watch you. <laughs> hey, come for the pyramids, Histor- stay for the Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. yeah historical to. accuracy. That's how they used to settle their differences back then. Yeah. So. But I think one of my favorite parts of researching, especially today, I was, <laughs> I was in the bathroom at work and I just got distracted by reading articles about this. And at the end of one of at the end of the Smithsonian one that I read about the the papyrus that they found, uh, there is a comment section, and those are always the best to read through on stuff that's contentious, because there's people saying, "Oh, well, maybe the dating's wrong. If you've seen something about the dating, could be off by like five hundred to a thousand years from when it was built." Then someone asks, "Where did you see that?" And then they just don't respond. <laughs> those are the best. Classic. What? Oh, sorry, you got something. Uh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, like, what do you guys think about, like, just the fact that there's also pyramids in, like, Chichen Itza, like, in Mexico or, like, South America? Like, kind of all over the place. I believe there's one in Machu Picchu as well, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. But just, like, kind of diving into the parallels between cultures. Like, and the ones in Chichen Itza were made in, like, f- like between 1000 and 1400. Have you seen that one? 
the pictures of that one. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's, it's so beautiful. It is. It's insanely decorative. Mm-hmm. I want to go visit it because it looks super cool. But For yeah, sure. I I know pyramids. The fact that they're all over the place is kind of cool. I, I don't know. Right. I mean, I guess it's a pretty basic structure. It's not that complicated. Right. But just the fact that everyone built them to be centerpieces in societies is kind of cool. I don't know if that is just something that inherently was in human nature. Yeah, that's actually a great point because, I mean, with Egyptians, they built the pyramids, like the Great Pyramid especially, to kind of be that almost like structure going up towards the sun, towards God. So maybe like that's kind of the big reasoning behind like these ancient peoples building these to almost be stairways to heaven. Yeah, and the sun was just a huge aspect in pretty much every culture. So yeah, it kind of makes sense. So, but I really want to go visit that. I want to visit that great pyramids and that one, especially I almost want to visit that one more just because of how cool it looks. I know. I mean, it's and how well preserved it is. Yeah. Like they, I don't think they let people climb that anymore. I don't either. think so. Every picture that I saw, everyone was just around the base of it. But. Yep. Actually, it's seen the news. I think it was last year. Like a drunk lady, like somehow snuck past security. Like actually got to the top of it, and she's like, "I can't get down." <laughs> <laughs> the stairs on that look really well preserved too, though. They do, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, pyramids, pretty cool. Pretty, They're all over the place. Pretty neat. Don't for sure know how they got there. Look for the new one coming in about five years in Kierkine, Wisconsin. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hate to our GoFundMe and we'll build you a pyramid. Yes, I will be buried in one. Thanks to these these two. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you don't ask for much, but when you do... I ask for a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Before we sign off here, I just want to ask, because I couldn't find it real quick, but there's like a planet that also has like a moon... Um, that's really hard to see even with a telescope, but it, like it'd be impossible to know that there's this small moon and this bigger planet that's kind of far away. You need a pretty good telescope, generally speaking, to see it. Well, when I was doing my research, they found evidence that um, the Egyptians knew about things like Saturn having a ring and this other stuff that was kind of obscured that they're like, maybe they could have figured that out. But then they found out about this far-off planet that also has like our star, maybe it's a star that also has like a smaller star right next to it. And they knew that it existed somehow. That would be impossible for them to Can like, you see it with the naked eye from earth. That's what they're trying to figure out. They're wondering if for some reason, cause there was no light pollution back and there'd then. There'd be like no smog and stuff. Oh, too. Right. Gosh, no smog yeah. or anything. Yeah. So they, that's what they're, that's the best theory they have. But they said as of today, like to the naked eye, it's, not feasible that any human being could ever not alone see that star but dis- discern that there's a smaller moon or like star right adjacent to it sure that because they call them like a and b or whatever prime it's like planet prime and b right yeah whatever. but that, uh, that that would be my first guess but the only other thing that i can maybe think of is that they found how to temper glass or something and were able to build rudimentary telescopes. That maybe. would be crazy to think about too. Because mm-hmm. I mean, they had everything that they would need. You just yeah. need extreme heat, which wouldn't be that hard to make out in the desert with something. Yeah, like, maybe that's the only other thing I could think. And then maybe they found out how to magnify it just enough to see. Yeah, Pro- probably right. Because that was the other thing people were arguing. They're like, Oh, it's someone, an external force had to have told them because they knew things about our solar system that'd be impossible to know without the technology and i'm like huh 
I don't know, but it's it's just crazy to think that maybe they were found a way to see these things that we didn't even discover yeah. until not that long ago. That's insane to me is the the amount of history that was found out before like the Romans or the Greeks yeah. or all of those philosophers actually wrote it down and it became common. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of that I feel like these people figured out but didn't realize what they actually found and just didn't bother to really record it because they thought, well, this is just normal. And how much progress do you think was lost from civilization oh, to civilization so that wasn't sharing the information or that died out and it didn't get passed on? I wonder how, if it really just took us that much longer to get ahead technologically because we let things die with like certain people or right like the uh, library of alexandria like burnt down twice and, like that was just known as like the huge storage of all information for like the western world yep like it burnt down so, right. like maybe not saying the pyramid documents are stored in there or anything but just that general consensus of like we just lost history just lost knowledge well, essentially the, just the, the burning of the it. amount of times that say rome and stuff was sacked Oh, or God, yeah. burned or just the amount of pillaging that happened throughout the years yep. we probably lost so much like a wealth of information that we could have used back at, like 300 years after it happened even before we got to where we are now i'm sure it would have we, we could be way up more ahead of where we are right now or even if, be way more behind think about this too i think it almost goes to the credit to show how important it is that we I mean, a lot of people sometimes get worried about how large the population of the world continues to grow but i think it's almost that very same reason that we're able to be where we are like, I don't know. We have experts in so many fields. I think about chips. You know, everyone was talking about this chip shortage for a while. Mm-hmm. I think about like chips. What if like a not bunch potato people's... chips? Not potato <laughs> chips. <laughs> yeah, I mean like advanced micro devices type chips. Yeah. And think about if all the people who really have their brain power and how those things work just like disappeared. I feel like it would take so much work for the average person to be like. How did those chips work? And how did we make them so small? Keep in mind, people, a computer back in the day was like a, room, a, war, a, or a warehouse size, dude. It was crazy. So I don't know. I think we kind of take that for granted, how much progress we make. And then how we don't need, like, every person, we have so many people on this planet that they can pick a profession that's very oddly specific to them and run with it. Whereas maybe back in the day, they needed someone who just knew how to do something very specific. Because without them, it's like, we're screwed. Mm-hmm. And the thing that, too, if we probably lost a lot of valuable information, but we probably also lost a ton of information that was super misleading. So you think about if we would have kept a lot of that stuff, what would the people have found and thought was actually useful versus what was actually right? Could have been the wrong stuff. And then they would have gotten rid of everything that they needed to actually advance and then kind of regressed. And then we'd have to take those steps forward again. So, Yeah, and how important... Uh communication technology is today because think about it like if the egyptians could talk to outside societies and share the information maybe someone who figured out the wheel right away shares it with them but just because you came up with idea doesn't mean you're the best at putting it to use so i think like you come up with idea then some other country like figures it out too and they make it Mm. better and that advances everybody i think there's probably more that could have happened it just took so much longer to get communication between civilizations yeah Mm. absolutely but either way, well, like these ancient mega structures that not even just the pyramids, like other structures throughout the world, like Stonehenge and all of that stuff, the fact that it was built by people with basically none of what we have today is mind blowing. And the fact that they even had the ambition to make any of this for any reason is pretty cool. Yeah, especially like 
just that sentiment makes me think of uh, Petra in Jordan, like the city that's literally carved into the mountain. You guys, you guys kind of know what I'm. I've heard of it. I don't know if I've ever really researched it. Researched it. Yeah, I mean, for everyone listening, just like Google it. It's so incredible, like that people without our technology were able to do that, like make intricate designs into this mountain, essentially hollowing it out the entire thing and building a city in it. Yeah. Like absolutely incredible. Do like think, just the seven wonders of the world in general, like humans did that. Do you think part of it too is we just have so many things to distract us now? Like these people had maybe not nearly as much going on or to do, so you could really single on focus on something that they cared about or thought was important mm-hmm. and become like the expert in that one thing. I feel like and there's a lot of distractions now. Well, and it was so much more of a unified thought process back in those ancient civilizations because, well, one, you didn't have as many people to bring in different ideas. And two, your your religion, especially in ancient Egypt, was what you used as a guiding force for your daily life. And these people thought, as I was jokingly talking about in that in pre-intro thing, that I was the, the descendant or I was the incarnation of the sun god Ra. That's what they thought the pharaoh was. So that's why they went through all this trouble, because they thought, if I help a god, I'll be better off in the afterlife. And that way we can send this, our deity, to be in a different area that he deserves to be in. So you think about that way, the thought process was just so much different. Well, that's a good point, because that was probably necessary just to keep the people actually working on it. Because if they didn't believe in that, then I'm sure they would have been like, why are we doing this pyramid again? Right, why am I hauling this three-ton boulder? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but even the pharaohs, like... That's all they knew. If you were born into a royal line, yeah. and someone told you you're the incarnation of a god, you're going to believe it. I mean, no one's telling you otherwise, and even the people below you are saying that that's true, so you're going to think that, well, I am. The first person that probably said that was like, I wonder if people actually buy this. <laughs> and then, like, thousands of years later, like, wow, they actually fell for that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Pretty crazy. But... Speaking of like other structures that we were talking about, the in that Y Files video, he talks about different like monuments. There's this one, and I don't remember where it was, but I believe it was built like on a coral reef, and they had these huge log style stones that were thirty feet long, or like three. It was like three meters tall, and then like eighteen feet long, and they stacked them up to be like thirty feet high or thirty meters high. And each one weighed like from five to thirty tons, and they made these into like huge stacked walls. How how do you do that back in that day? Wow. Nobody has an answer for that one, and mm-hmm. it's just a, I could probably find more information and do a video on that or a uh, podcast on that. But yeah, madness. I mean, the Great Wall of China is absolutely nuts. Yeah. The burial chambers in China with like all those uh, what, like uh, oh the figure, clay figures. The clay figures is- Crazy, uh, the terracotta yeah, yeah, the terracotta yeah, yeah. soldiers about, yeah. yeah ancient peoples really really had it going on honestly yeah some brilliant people back then honestly. oh yeah i don't get enough credit but also i mm-hmm. would not have wanted to live at the during that time, absolutely so. not oh no interest at all no I'm i was sad. talking to my coworker today about how terrible it'd be to live in ancient egypt despite like how cool this stuff is for yeah. us now I don't want to be told at 13 that I'm going to die next week. Like, and that's just a normal occurrence. Most yep. of the pharaohs only ruled for less than 10 years because they died so young. And the ones that did rule for, like, some of them ruled 50 years. I'm sure they went through three generations of people at some points. It's insane. But and the fact that they were able to accomplish so much, even with, like, that 
30 age expectancy. You almost like think years. that maybe that makes them work harder because you know yeah. I'm not going to have that much time to do a lot of what I want to do. Leave that lasting impact on the world. Yeah. Where it's like my lasting impact will be like this and I don't know, maybe I'll have a funny tweet coming yeah, up. Yeah, when they go viral. I <laughs> suppose <laughs> it's also what you know. So like maybe that's why the Egyptians were, maybe cultures in general, were so focused on death because death was so imminent for like everybody. Yeah. Uh, so they had such more prevalent aspect in your society. Right. Not that it doesn't in ours, but mm. we view it much more as a something down the road yeah i mean we don't spend over a month to mummify people anymore no so, i mean no it's it's just different cultural impacts that happen throughout time i guess i mean yeah. mm-hmm. once you start intermingling you get all these different ideas and you figure out different ways of doing stuff so now at this point we just have instant communication across the world so and that's not talking about the mummy process sticking like a hook through someone's nose and pulling Pull their the brain, brain out yeah, oh, so yeah they had that part. Me a big one they had <laughs> they had that part wrong the brain is kind of important they because yeah. they thought the heart was the center of like thinking or thought and then they pulled the brain out really i wonder yeah. what they thought the brain was used for nothing important apparently. hey they were math people okay they were math people <laughs> There was no anatomy course. <laughs> yeah. When I went to the Nature and History Museum in Denver, they had a mummy exhibit, and there was a. I took a picture of one of the sarcophagi that they had there, and the drawing, the art on it is so well done, and it preserved really well. I don't know how they even did that because you'd think something that old it would have faded, but it's super. The colors are so vibrant still. I don't know how much touch up work they did on it. Probably a good amount to make it still look good, but the fact that it even lasted that long is pretty nuts so yeah. they knew how to do stuff back then and there's stuff still out there to find that's what, how cool they made stuff last back then not <laughs> like today i don't know it'd be awesome oh to be one of the God. guys who like is on an archaeological dig and you find like the next big thing that's so the, cool. the guy that found the those papyrus about the worker teams and how they built stuff he was kind of mad that he found it because he doesn't want the he said he doesn't want the recognition he just likes to do it He's like, now I got all this news around me, and I don't really want it. Wow. <laughs> it's kind of funny, just because he's like, I go out onto like these really out of the way sites because I like to do more of the, the periphery history stuff. So, but I thought that was kind of cool. Just huh. imagine doing something that you love to do and finding this huge historical artifact. Yeah, fine, we'll go to Egypt. All right, I I didn't say it, so you buying the plane tickets now. Can you give us a tour inside the pyramid? Can we be the first group to go in there? Yes, absolutely. Podcast from inside the pyramid. Oh, I'm sure the acoustics would be perfect. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's all we got for you guys on the pyramids, but I thought that was a super cool topic. And oh, it's, yeah. It's just so interesting. Uh, it's endlessly interesting. There's so much more mm-hmm. that we could probably find and talk about. But It's just like last week, like, did a full episode, and we still don't really have any answers. Really. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty, getting pretty good at that. Well, Mark uses unsolved videos, oh, for yeah, yeah. so I guess we're never going to have answers. No, no, because <laughs> every time they end it with, and this will remain unsolved. Yeah, exactly, so we're never going to Hey, we know. always say we can't teach you anything, so. That's yep. true. This time we kind of taught you some stuff, yeah, but a lot of it's just probably. <laughs> so yes. don't take anything that we said for fact, yeah. unless you can find it for fact online, then, then we, we said it first. Yes, please credit John. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're coming back next week. I still got to figure out what I'm doing, so I guess I should probably get on that. But <laughs> sounds good. Uh, other than that, we already mentioned our GoFundMe, so get on that if you want to donate. 
uh other than that if you want to plug our socials real quick social media is at gems of history podcast on both twitter and instagram uh, you can go give us a follow there or you can follow us individually uh myself at whatevskis jacob at shop and go uh, and mark at mark underscore sign b that's right wow it's getting good at this i know uh but doesn't say thank you it's like yeah i know you know you're just you're just good at it uh but this comes out on memorial day doesn't it it does oh, happy memorial day everybody yeah. happy memorial well, day hope you guys travels. Had, a, had a good well at least in the u.s hope you had a, a good extra day off hopefully if you had to today off but go cook some burgers mm-hmm. get some beers Ooh, if you're listening to the episode while cooking a burger or like having a nice brewski definitely send uh, or take a photo video <laughs> Send it to us on social media, and we'll definitely post it. Have a beer for us. Mm-hmm. I'll have a I'll have a beer for each one of our listeners. Wow! <laughs> All right, that's on you. I didn't agree. I didn't agree to that. I did not sign up for that. Man, I'm the only one that loves the listeners. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> wow. All right. On that note, I guess we're gonna get out of here. Yeah. So I'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah. Take care, everybody.